Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Who's Your Caddy, presented by Leighton God. Here's your hosts, the Chief, Liam, and Joey Lenz. Hello, friends, and welcome back to Who's Your Caddy, presented by Blayton Golf. Very glad to be here with you today in studio, Tuesday, October 19th. Crisp, cool, beautiful, sunny day here in the Northeast. Chief here, joined in studio today with my buddy, Joey Legs, at Blayton Legs Bets. Behind the glass, we got Elo, and we're ready to roll this week, man. Freaking wild, wild shootout in the desert last week, CJ Cup over there at the uh, Summit Club. And ended up uh, being a pretty magical day for Mr. Rory McIlroy. And I got to say, legs was on him. Not too many people were this week, but just goes to show you, Tom Fazio, of course, is more to lock for Rory. So, so good to see him come through after the Ryder Cup. Obviously, that was a, a moment that he said impacted him big time. And we could see it in his play. He really took over on the weekend, fired 62 on Saturday, and uh, kind of held on from there. So, I mean, it was, that was really nice to see. Absolutely. I think it, his 20th win, I mean, I think a huge weight is lifted off his shoulders because, uh, you know, he had those struggles when he tried to – you know, gain more yardage off the tee. Um, but I think he's dialed it back, and I think he's kind of starting to figure it out. So I think this season we're going to see a lot of him at the top of the leaderboard. Yeah, for sure. I mean, uh, it ended up going 25 under. Morikawa, you know, the the favorite going in, was a little shaky the first day or so, but got himself together 65-62 on the weekend uh, to go second place. Keith Mitchell, I got to start watching him on any course. He used to be Bermuda only. We talked about this earlier. The guy just is really good and on easy courses. He goes very low. So. Yeah, we spoke about it yesterday. I mean, he's anything that's short and you could, you know, put it on close to the pin in a fair amount of times, like he's all over it. What do you go, minus 18 after two days? Yeah, he it's was, uh, I mean, pretty unbelievable. 62, 64. And basically, he got a birdie every other hole, if you think about it. That was pretty insane. And, you know, you also had Gooch Meister fire 62, Grillo had a 62 Sunday. Sammy B and Wise were up there. Two guys, you know, that have been playing well. We were on Gooch and and uh, we were on Rick, Wise, dude. How about Ricky and Ricky man, like right there? Plus twelve hundred for T ten. T ten. Rory did get the the win, but I do think that Ricky bouncing back is the maybe the top story of this tournament. I mean, and I think you got to definitely look to play him this week after what he just did. We'll get into Ricky. There's 100%. a few, few different sneaky things about him. The work he, uh, with his coach, John Tillery, I have to give him a shout out and really, really showing off. And we're happy to see Ricky. You know, I'm a Ricky guy. I've been saying he's going to win the Masters for the last like six years. <laughs> Hasn't worked out too well, um, but we'll see him and Rory, two guys that have lurked at Augusta many times, very close to grabbing that green jacket. We'll see if they can. And I got to give myself a shout out. Bobby Streb. Sorry. Oh, I 100%. Mean, dude, the know, Bobby Streb call was absolutely ridiculous. Was Who here? the hell would you fucking dude, thought that? I brought it up to Rob G the week before on the uh, the Jersey live stream. But this guy, for some reason, just plays really well in the desert. And no one was talking about him. He played great at TPC Summerlin the week before. We wrote him. He was top Monday miss price. I think he was like 6,300, almost bare minimum. 0.5% owned in the GPPs. And uh, came out with a nice 61 on Thursday. So I was hearing some shit on Twitter about how it was only Thursday. And I, I totally agree with that, that it was only Thursday. Uh, but he hung on and ended up T9. So really impressive by Bobby Streb. Uh, Streb throat, as we were calling him. But no, he, <laughs> he, had the, he had the antidote for that this week. So I'd like to see that. Um, listen, this week, we're going we're gonna to shoot a, a little bit more west than Vegas. We're going west across the Pacific over to... Japan and the Zozo Championship. It's a, a similar small invitational field here. There's only like 70 or so guys. 
another no-cut event. We're going to dive into that right after Liam tells you guys about BlatantGolf.com. I want to tell you guys a little bit about our home site, Blatant Golf. We all love golf and can't get enough of it. And when you need just a little more golf in your day, visit BlatantGolf.com. BlatantGolf.com has something for every fan of the game, from the casual to the obsessive. Along with our weekly blogs, new apparel is now available. With brands ranging from Nike to Adidas to Travis Matthew, BlatantGolf.com is your one-stop shop for all fans of this great sport. With coverage of everything from news, tournament previews, recaps, betting tips, and much more, why look anywhere else? If you love golf and just want more of it, head to BlatantGolf.com today. Make sure to follow us on Instagram and Twitter at BlatantGolf. That's BlatantGolf.com, your new home of all things golf. Okay, so Zozo Championship, uh, third year in this type of format. First year was here. Um, it's going to be at the Accordia Golf Narashino Country Club in Chiba, which is about 25 miles outside of Tokyo. It's got Zoysia Fairway and Rough, which we see a lot in uh, South Africa, Australia. Uh, it's a bit of a different type of type of grass. We see it also um, on a couple of these stateside courses in the south, uh, TPC Craig Ranch, where they have the Byron Nelson has that. Also, Eastlake has that. So we have some familiarity with it. It's a little tricky, kind of perks the ball up. We've talked about how it can, can stick to it, sort of like Velcro around the greens. Uh, the greens themselves are going to be bent grass like we've seen the last few weeks, but they're small, and it's a very tight tree-line course. It's immaculate from everything we've heard. Uh, we have seen it briefly in the past when Tiger won here in 2019. But then last year, if you remember, we couldn't do that because of COVID, so we played it out uh, at Shadow Creek, the exclusive uh, Vegas club and the Co-Kraken, right? Was that? No, that was last week, Co-Kraken. Uh, Cantley took it down last week. Yeah. They had the back-to-back Vegas two years in a row. So we'll see. They're going back overseas to Japan this year. So uh, listen, it's not the greatest field of all time. Uh, well, I think I think it's definitely top-heavy. I think once you get past the first few guys, I mean, there's definitely a huge drop-off. But that's not to say that we can't see any single special, you know, hoist up whatever they get for this event. I don't even know what they get. Is it a cup this, this week or is it just a trophy? I, I, I'm not sure. I, um, I got to see what their trophy is. I'm able to look back. What's this? Oh, let's see. So now, now I'm like a little curious here. So it's a championship trophy. What do we got? Uh, oh wow, that's actually a cool one. It's oh, like shit. A, it's it a is, giant yeah. circle with air in the middle, sort of a like a giant sphere. Well, no, it's I don't know. It's kind of hard to describe. It's a giant ring. <laughs> it it's is a giant yeah. ring. It looks like yeah, but it's like not connected. It's a lo- it's the Zozo logo, but that's I don't know. That's pretty cool. That's Regardless pretty of anything. This course, you know, you're featuring five par threes and three par fives. The par fives, you know, there's two of them. Hole number nine, you could reach in two. So that's a good one that guys are probably going to get after. So, you know, my albatross bet is definitely going to come into play yeah, this week. The Prophet had one last week, right? Yeah. And then Dustin almost had one, too. It, it, it hit the pin, and it literally was like a foot away. So, I mean, we could definitely, we're definitely going to see some low scores. I don't know about if we're going to see, like, the minus 19 that Tiger had two years ago. But, you know, I'm thinking anywhere from 15 to 20 under. Is where you're agree. Gonna I think you're going to be in that probably 15 or so range. It's it's a it's a tricky course. It's definitely a tricky course. It's short, but you got to stay in the fairway off the tee. I think driving is going to be really important, uh, as is accuracy to the green. So 100%. So play guys that have really nice irons. That's uh, what I'm looking at. <laughs> in that case, top four guys. Let's, let's do it. Morikawa 11-2, Xander 11,000, Willie Z 10-5, and the pride of Tokyo, Hideki green jacket Matsuyama 10-3 all four of them excellent with their irons pinpoint accuracy I would say it's kind of a toss-up I think all four of them have an equal chance to win Willie Z is still looking for that breakthrough W but this course fits in perfectly so 
Who do you like, Legs? He's See, top four. All right, so we talked about it a little before the show, um, and I kind of have a change of change of heart. I think I'm going to hammer Colin and Hideki. Those are the two that I'm going to pair up in a lineup because I, I think I could get some guys in the lower tiers that are going to be able to play. I like that. I think that you'll see a pretty decent amount of stars and scrubs this week because, I mean, you got guys that are usually in the 7K or 8K range easily into the nines, like Mac Hughes, 9,000. I love him. Great putter, could win, uh, but just, you know, usually 2,000 more than he usually is in this field. So, weak. Exactly. So, I don't know. Top of the board, yeah, listen, no reason to not have Morikawa and or Shoffley. Both have ties to, to Japan. And current form as well. I mean, you got to play form. I mean, at this point, it's like just a waste of air to even talk about Morikawa. He's so good. I mean, he can win at any place. It (laughs) doesn't matter. Pinpoint irons sounds like this course could be great for him. Second last week. So all all systems go at the top. Xander, we know his connection to Japan. We saw how important that Olympic gold medal was to him. Uh, I think he'll be coming back and still looking for that next PGA Tour win. Obviously, Olympic gold medal was a solid win, but it wasn't a tour stop win. So. Uh, we'll see if he can get it done with stroke play. And Willie Z, I like just has lurked so many times, playing so well. This course really fits him, makes a lot of sense. And Hideki, I mean, listen, usually does show up here, and he doesn't have that extra pressure now. He got the green jacket for Japan, so th- this should be not a swan song, but he should have the crowd at his back, and, and there really shouldn't be so much pressure on him now. Um, do, do, right underneath him, do why is Paul Casey out? Did he just like he did? Paul Casey was a late uh, WD. Not sure what happened. If it was a health thing, got to look into that. But so no Paul Casey at ten one, but his compatriot Tommy Fleetwood Mac Daddy ten thousand. Yeah, you riding him this week or what? <clears throat> Listen, I'm always riding him. I'm always riding him. He looked pretty good last week. I will say, I, looking into this this morning, a lot of comps again with the Zoysia grass tight tree line courses two places stick out to me thinking about tommy uh the zoysia aspect of it is chapultepec where they used to play the wgc mexico we've seen him lurk seriously there and also at wentworth uh which is the big bmw stop on the euro tour in the uk so those two courses probably are the closest comps for me and tommy is just elite tee to green just comes down to that putter and just not hitting that one big big mess up shot you know we should have won the honda classic a couple years ago he's had so many close calls playing a little bit better towards the end of the summer into the fall. Maybe he steals one this week. I mean, uh, I'm looking at it right now. 10 for 10 with the cuts and three T10s in his last 10 rounds. That's pretty legit golf going on right now. He's a, he's an up-and-down guy, but he's always elite tee to green, ball striking and driving, and I just like him on tight tree-lined traditional parkland tracks like this. So I, I like Tommy this week. I'll be I'll – be, I could I could I could sprinkle a little bit there. Sprinkling Tommy this week. Hundred percent. I mean, someone that I'm just gonna completely just ignore is Neiman because I don't want to play him, even though currently he's doing pretty well. Three for three in his cuts. He's got a T ten this good year. Good on Bentgrass, but yeah, he's good on Bentgrass, but yeah, exactly. For him that high, like there's no reason to spend ninety nine hundred. But Ricky, right underneath him, I definitely will ride again. I think after last week I had the T he ended up T five. I had the T ten call on him that was Plus twelve hundred, so you know nobody was gonna follow that. But I mean, dude, if he could put it all together and continue to take steps forward and take strides forward to get him back to where he used to be, there's no reason not to play him. Yeah, I, I agree. Um, Ricky really has found something. Like we said before he's working hard with his coach, and it, the results have paid off quickly in the fall here. So we'll see if he can carry it through. We'll say also a little narrative. You know, he, he does have some Japanese blood in his in his roots on his mother's side. His grandfather is Japanese, and he has his name tattooed on his arm. So you're looking for a narrative here. Whenever you go tattoo, it, that ink is permanent, baby. And I, I think Ricky may have a little extra. 
little extra in the old tank this at week. At 9800 it's not bad. Not a bad price considering what he did last week and how weak this field is. I mean, Absolutely. Ricky price below Neiman. I don't know. I think that's that's a pretty nice price. That's a fair price for Ricky. Definitely. Norin, been playing great, but just not melted down last week. Yeah. Don't know what the hell happened in the desert. I don't know if it was a one-week aberration or signs of, of other problems in his swing. I don't know. Uh Again, a little, a little much to be playing for him. I, I don't know. I mean, see where your boy. Tell us why he's gonna lurk ninety six hundred. Uh, all right. So let me give you a little. Every single time that I say, I say on the podcast that Siwoo is gonna ball out, he ends up doing the polar opposite. So I'm gonna just say, fade me this week. I'm fading Siwoo. I don't think he's gonna be anything in the T twenty range. We'll see if he even makes the cut. Uh. So yeah, fade me. If you want to play him, play him. Every time I talk about him on the podcast, he ends up shit in the bed. So <laughs> I'm just going to go the total opposite way. Okay. Hopefully uh, he shows up. For all those right, so we're playing him. Me. So yeah. we're playing him. Okay. Uh, all right. Looks pretty good. You know, uh, I like EVR too, right underneath him. Yep. Got, got, I like EVR. Yeah, it was on him. Then he, he blew up when we hammered him. But overall, yeah, still look good. Northern Trust in the playoffs. Is good on bent grass courses. Looked good last week in the desert. Zoysia, again, South Africa. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to be obsessing about the grass type. You know, I'm a big grass type guy. Well, that's the only reason why I would play him, really. Yeah. He's so familiar, the familiarity with the grass. Like, we we like him. And then we got two of our boys right under, Keegs and Mav. I've seen a few people on Mav this week, a few, few of our friends in the industry, Sundoggy and uh, Dave Tindall. They're, they're both on Mav, amongst others. We're always on Mav. We hammered him pretty hard last week. Um, I guess so. Sure. I, I don't, uh, I don't know his familiarity with Japan. Um, you know, actually I'm trying to think, yeah, he's, I, I don't know if he's ever played. I'm trying to think he's ever even played overseas. I don't know. He probably has. Uh, I think so. Interesting. I don't know. We got to dive into Mav a little more. This course should suit him short bent par seventies. He's usually pretty good at, um, I don't know though. I mean, it's it shouldn't be too far of a trip for him. He's a West Coast based guy. He just played there. Looking back, bum, bum. Yeah, I'm looking through this right now. I don't, I don't know. I can't don't really know find if he it. has or not. Can't find it. But either way, again, that's uh, even for Mav, a guy we love to hammer. That that's 9300 is pretty steep. Yeah, so. it is pretty steep. But like, I'm gonna play him over the Wild Tringlene. He can't. Do oh, it. oh my God! If that's my if, break out the scissors because that's my first guy to miss his first sure cut of no the cut, season. But we're gonna give. We're gonna still yeah. say that's in a no it, it cut is, event oh, below no T50. Cut. Yeah, below, below T50, T50 will be all 78 Tringale. guys will get through. Fuck Tringali. All right, how about Grilla? <laughs> 9100 shot 62 on Sunday. I uh, I think do we ride the form? Like, is this some? Is this a course that's gonna suit his game? That's my probably. Question. He'll he fucks us often, but I mean he's hitting the ball really well. T degree. That's going to be very important this week. Mac used 9,000. Again, pricey, real, really pricey, but a guy we like, a guy who's probably the best bent grass putter on earth, one of the top three. Keeps it relatively in the fairway. Sometimes gets a little little wacky with the driver, which could be problematic. Um, similar with Ve- Vegas is a bomber at 8,900. I, I was going to say, I mean, dude, Johnny Vegas lurks all the time, but then it comes Sunday or over the weekend, and he's just like, Flatlines. He's got that it's one like, round that usually just throws a wrench into yes. things. But we we do we usually like Johnny. Me too. Yeah. I'm, I mean, dude, if if you want to play anybody uh, this week, right underneath him, CT Pan, man. Yeah, a lot of Two people. Two T tens, three three in the cuts. Like he might ball. He was one of the first guys I tweeted out this he week. Did. It looked a lot. He's he had the bronze in Japan. You know, no more than three months ago, he was sixth at Ford and Net up in the Pacific Northwest and eleventh at Sanderson Farm. So has he's played played a couple of tournaments. Had, didn't play the Vegas swing um 
but I, you know, I, I do like Johnny V. I like Johnny V a little bit the more I think about it, and I do like CT Pan in that range. Um, and you know, the other guy, KH Lee, right there, eighty-seven hundred. Mm-hmm. Everyone's on him. I mean, everyone in the industry is on, and for good reason. Uh, played a lot in the Japan tour before he came over to the states. Uh, one. Uh, very low scoring event over again TPC Craig Ranch in Dallas, same similar Zoysia Fairways. So a lot of people on him. Carlos Ortiz, I like too, eighty six hundred. Very up and down guy. Good on short par seventies though. Look good at the Olympics uh, in Japan. I'm drawing a lot of correlation to that because that's the most recent time we've seen anybody play in Asia out of out of this uh, out of this tour. So Carlos Ortiz, eighty six hundred, I like. Uh, I don't else? know if I'm, I don't know if I like the Hoffman Lanto Palmer range. I mean Palmer, yes, but the other two, no. Agree. Let me tell you a little about Palmer. A little foreshadowing. He's going to be featured uh, in our Humpty Hammer segment. Mm-hmm. He has a t- t- first of all, hasn't played a lot. He was fourth at the Scottish Open, very impressive, and then he shit to bed in Vegas. I'm going to try to write that off just for the lack of playing. T10 the last two times in this tournament. Okay, one was in Vegas. Granted, the other one was here. He's top five right now in green and regulation. Always a guy that's going to drive the ball well and hit greens. It comes down to the flat stick with him. Now, bent grass is his best putting surface. So these small bent greens are are just are just something is speaking to me about Ryan Palmer. I'm a little biased. I like this guy. Looks like Kyle Chandler. If you ever seen the you know Friday Night Lights coach, looks like mm-hmm. him. Uh, but he also shot the course record at TPC Craig Ranch, which we keep bringing up again. Similar green complex. Correlated. I mean, listen. If you, if you want, right. if you want my opinion, you want to, you want to listen to anybody right now. What just, what Chief just said about Ryan Palmer gives you all the knowledge you need to know to fucking put him in a lineup. We'll just put it, put it straight, straightforward like that. Pepper him. Just put him, him in a lineup. Give him a light peppering. I don't think he's gonna be that highly owned just based on his, his so-so form, but he hasn't played a lot. That's the thing. I mean, played two things this year. Something about this tournament. I mean, two T10s back to back years. Again, is he gonna make it three for three coming in mediocre form? I don't know, but. A lot of correlations line up. For I think the, the not like I obviously I botched earlier thinking that it was a cut event. I knew that it wasn't, but I think not having a cut and going into you know you're playing four rounds right. is definitely a big difference. He he could he could mess up the first day, but then realize, oh, I actually kind of like how this course fits my eye. Mm-hmm. Got three more days to make it up. We saw it with Morikawa. We just saw it last week. I mean, I'm not saying that they're comparable in their games, but overall, if you start out a little slow, but you'd like the course. Let's go. I mean, let's, 100%. let's go. Ooh, the Next Shank, guys, Kirk, Wallace range. <sighs> yeah, I don't know. Shank's playing great. We loved him. He, he almost won us the big $5 uh, at, at freaking John Deere. But uh, I'm thinking with certain guys like this, like how often have they gone to Japan, A, and B, played over in Asia at all prior or, or even during COVID? Probably yeah. not a lot. I mean. Not at all. I mean, I honestly, if you want my opinion, I'm skipping over those four. Even Luke List, I'm not even looking nah, at. I'm not and looking I'm going at straight him. to Garrick Higo. Higo. I like Just Higo. because of the correlation with the grass. Yeah. And like what he's played on and what South he's grown Africa. up on. Like, I like that play. And we saw him. Listen, he, he came over one stateside, no problem. Yeah, over he hits Palmetto. the shit out of the ball. So, like, I mean, not that it's going to really matter, but as, as obviously accuracy is more important this week. But with those three par fives, like, if you could score on those holes, you have five par threes to make it up. Then you have all the other holes that aren't as long. The course isn't that long. Yes, it's a par 70, but if you could, the bent grass greens, I think, are going to be the most important thing for him. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. It makes sense. I mean, uh, Probably got to throw Strebby just for... <laughs> got to get Strebby uh, oh, in one me. line. I'll, I'll bring it up towards the end. 
Shreb's definitely getting a little bit of sprinkle and a bunch of things. If we learn anything, you just got to ride the form on some of these guys. You can't just fade them just because it's a different course or maybe one they're not familiar with. I mean, 7700 he finally got the price bump. What did he go up? $1,400 yep. last week, but weaker feel. Brandon Grace, though, 7600 The more I think about it, again, South Africa correlation to the grass, really nice value, plays good at, at medium to hard level courses. 7600 for Grace. It's a little bit of a price error, I think. I, I think you got to sprinkle him a little bit. And Harry Hicks, too, has been playing really well. Again, I don't know if that correlates over to Japan from out west in the U.S., mm. but a guy that played well in Japan in the Olympics just missed out on the bronze, Munoz. Guy That's, I, I, was, I keep looking at it, <sighs> and, but, like, once again, back to form and stuff like that, I don't know. You actually see a lot of guys here that are Olympic – lurkers that you wouldn't that, expect yeah Seth, that are going Seth back Raka, first yeah. round leader i believe at the olympics right there uh kanaya japanese guy there are right, now we're getting towards sicko range there's a i few. don't know because i you know that i love this 6900 range yeah justin uh, hadley of course. big country i'm gonna fucking hammer hammer the so that everybody range. that listening mega hammer on the big country troy Merritt. big country let's go break it out what, what are you waiting for i <laughs> mean we've yet to have a hammer yet this show big country Big hammer. Bang, 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 bang. Lay it on the line. Okay. Troy Merritt, the pride of Minneapolis. Or where is he from? Iowa? Somewhere over there. Okay. Yeah, he's in that range. He's good Good on bent grass. We know that. Will it travel over here? We don't know, but I think he'll be 5% owned. That could be a sneaky little play. Yeah. That's my Seiko special, but it's also a hammer. All right. I got to ride him. Matty J, the wind specialist, he popped his head in a, a couple weeks ago in the desert. I don't know if that's going to work out. Hollywood Hogan. What about Malnati? Malnati? Eh. eh. I don't know. Uh, he, he, hasn't, he doesn't fits, do it for me anymore. But he's not playing well. The Wild Putnam, we like. Uh, he poked his head into the leaderboard, too. Then we got a couple other Japanese players, Chan Kim and Shugo Imahira. 6,500, both of them. Again, guys that are experienced in Japan and have played. Satoshi Kodaira, we know him. He won. Uh, Harbortown two years ago, uh, but I'll give you my first guy. I, I don't. I, I'm gonna. I'll hammer him just for the the effect of it all. But Scotty Vincent. All right, get ready for this. Guy. Okay, listen. Give me. Give me what? What? Maybe we should pepper him instead. But uh, Scott Vincent I may not know this guy. He's he's from Zimbabwe. Okay. Okay. Doesn't look like it, but he is on his player profile. Yeah, what? He he kind of goes between the sunshine and the European tour. A lot of things line up for me. Obviously, the Zoysia grass that he likes from South Africa and, and in that area in, in Africa and, and Australia and on the European tour in Asia, you see it a lot. So he's comfortable with the grass. He's in pretty good form uh, his last three events. And he was 16th at the Olympics. So if everyone's going to be playing Sun Kang at 6,300, I mean, yeah. I, by the way, I mean, meg, mega pepper on Sung Kang. Yeah, we're. I understand. I'm Sung all Kang over, I'm is all gonna over have him. to get peppered. He he just shot ten under again. Lurked at Byron Nelson. A lot, lot of things line up for Kang. Some of the top cappers across the pond are on him that we like. Sun Doggy, uh, and and Sir Ben are both on him. So Sung Kang. But again, that's gonna drive his ownership through the roof. I'm not saying don't play Sung Kang due to ownership. Oh, he, yo, he's gonna have forty percent ownership. You know that he is because it's you could get multiple guys at the top and then still play him in a lineup because he's so low. I was listening to this morning to Kenny Kim and Tambo on the Degenerates podcast, and I got to give them a shout-out. Uh, 6,200. We're really in sicko range here. Uh, Ryosuke Kinoshita. Okay, I think I nailed that. 6,200. 
Um, guy that's in pretty good form and has success over here. They're drawing correlations to this Fe- the Dunlap Phoenix Open, which is played over in like I, again. I don't know why the name, whatever they sponsor it. There's a few of these tournaments that are played every year in the area, and some of these guys show up to it. I mean, going down the board, Kyle Stanley. You know, we love him. He's close place in our heart. I don't know if we can do it. Uh, Rikuya Hoshino, like him, sixty-two hundred. Yeah, he, you player. know what? That's someone that might Hoshino's be sneaky. been played. Yeah, he's, he's be we've seen his name pop in. I think he actually made, lurked at one of the majors, like a D20, either at Tori or somewhere. I got to forget that. I don't have it on top of my head. But look into some of these Jap, uh, the Japan Tour guys. I mean, they're, they're very familiar with the area, the type of green complexes here. They have some shared green complexes here, which should be interesting. We'll see. You don't see that too often in the States. You see it on Lynx courses sometimes. Um, let's see here. Who else? I mean, for me, this is just too low for me to even look at anymore. This is a sick area. I'll give you one more guy. Like Kramer Hickok, I would have played him maybe like six months ago, but he fucking sucks now. One more guy, I'll give you um, a lot of the industry, a lot of the community is on him. Sean Norris won the Japan Open last week and got into this field thanks to Uncle Paul Casey's withdrawal. South African guy. uh, Rob G probably was the first guy, so I mentioned him on Twitter, but... Some of the community is now gravitating towards him. Again, makes sense. Journeyman type player out of the Euro Tour. Um, but again, in this range down here, I think you got to sprinkle some of these lesser known guys, whether it be a Scott Vincent, a, a Chan Kim. I mean, even Kinoshita, I'm looking at a little bit after Tambo broke it down. I, I think he's interesting. I don't well, know. I'm, You know what? I'm looking at it more and more, Chief, and pulling away from like the individuals themselves and looking at the course a little bit more. A lot of these, a lot of holes are places where you could cut the corner. Yeah. But there's not a lot of space if you cut the corner. Like, you have to land it in a spot mm. unless you're going to play a two-shot on every hole. It's it, like you're literally playing for – It's the position is going to be so important that I really think that the elite iron players are going to absolutely dominate. All right, so Morikawa, again, Morikawa. Yeah, no, Morikawa and Hideki are my two – that's my stack. Okay. And then I'll go with, like, Sung Kang, Big Country, and those guys in the lower tiers. All right. Uh, okay, good. I think that's pretty good. We are going to wrap it up here. Interesting week. I, I'm I'm excited to watch this. Got to remember to lock your lineups Wednesday night. Obviously, there's going to be a time change in Japan, so make sure to check that out. And uh, tune in. We got, we're going to do our final plays here. We're going to do it. We'll do it as a segment of Hump Day Hammers, I guess. Yeah, definitely pull it away. We're, well, right. you, get, you guys tune in for that. We're going to get a lot of guys, a lot of big plays. I got maybe five or six that I definitely love. Last week, we hit, a, what, four collectively as a group? Yeah, we had so, a solid week we last solid week, week between so. Streb, Wiseman, Rory, and Ricky. uh, Ricky's T10 yeah. op. So uh, let's see. I don't, I don't know how many – hammers we're gonna have this week because i only have one field is is not too bad but um all right make sure to tune in on that we'll be tweeting it out at blatant golf at blatant underscore chief at blatant legs bets at liam blatant he's out today but he'll be back soon uh who else at eric de lopez at blatant piz blatant mike blatant big t everybody on twitter and instagram give us a follow check out blatantgolf.com we have some cool merch on there we're gonna start pumping that a little bit more it's been a bit hectic around here hell yeah we're getting ready. We love the swing season. It's, this is when the true DJs come out of hiding. Oh, and, you know uh, what? Also, before we get before we end, what's today? Perfect. Let's go fucking Knicks, baby. NBA back. Knicks tape. Oh, it is today is the day. Yes, sir. All right, I'm pumped for that. Knicks tape, and everyone else. B O L. Take dead aim. We're going right to Japan, and we are going to take down the Zozo. Let's enjoy the show, and B O L. That's all I gotta say. 
Cheers. Thank you.